0: Well, well, well. Good evening. Thank you so much. It is very encouraging to see so many already logged in. I'm seeing folks are still logging in. The numbers are increasing as I speak. We are going to get started tonight. Um, This is such a blessing. Um, Again, I I always wrestle with what I'm going to teach. Uh, I'm always looking at great material I'm seeing great verses and great ideas um but i 'm still drawing back to the same As a matter of fact in my mind, I wanted to move to something else um, However, I found myself back in becoming a prayer warrior um so i'm going to I'm going to continue in that book um, I am not a person that normally does things in a um th- the way everybody else is doing it um <laughs> Excuse me, but um, and and tonight will be a evidence of that because I've jumped all over this book, um, and now after I've jumped all over it, uh, I'm going back to chapter one. Why pray? And I'm believing that many of us are challenged in this area when it comes to prayer, putting the importance of prayer, and and I believe that the the Bible study. Um, and, and it may just work out this way. I know it does with the daily bread, that that you can print the daily bread. The daily bread is probably printed months and months prior to uh, individuals, thousands upon thousands of individuals all over the earth, going through different circumstances at different times. And that daily bread on that day ministers to thousands of people. I just believe it in all my heart i really believe it with all my heart that the the holy spirit is in the midst of those writers and and he ministers to us right where we are on that particular day thousands upon thousands of people so again i'm believing that um the holy spirit um, is leading and guiding and saying that guess what? It is a time for prayer. Many times we're looking for the answer, and you don't realize God is the answer. And for you to invoke what you need in your life at that time is through prayer. And I'm talking serious prayer. So tonight we're gonna we're gonna get into chapter one of of uh, this book. It's a guide to effective and powerful prayer, becoming a prayer warrior, Elizabeth Owls, and, um, and I'm believing that it's going to bless you. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we just bless your name. We honor you for being such an awesome God. We pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would move by your spirit in the midst of our Bible study and cause us to be closer to you. Cause us to be more obedient to your word. Cause us to, again, reflect your light here in this dark World. Father, we pray that the character and the principles and the practices, thank you, Holy Ghost, of Jesus would be in our lives. That we would exemplify those things, those characteristics that He did when He walked this earth. That you would really be pleased with all we do, say, and think. In the name of Jesus, somebody say, Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, I still got my background. Piano music playing. Uh, Is this my guy? I always like to share this. His name is Dappy T. Keys, Piano Worship. Uh, You can find him on YouTube. This particular one is very, very nice. It is how long? Oh, this one is only 46 minutes. I had another one playing. I think it was like three hours. Um, But this one is playing. And look him up. You can just pick anyone. This one is a nice one. Um... It's Dappy, D A P P Y, capital T, capital K E Y S. Dappy T Keys Piano Worship. That's his name on YouTube. And this particular one is Holy Spirit Piano Music. So it's prayer music, meditation music, healing music, worship music. But he has a uh, 46, vi- 46 minute video. Um, but primarily I just listen to the, the, the music, and I have it in the background, but it's very, very nice. Um, if you was wondering, what is that he's playing? All right, let's dig into this uh, why pray, question mark, why pray in the, as a question. Moreover, as for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by what? Ceasing to pray for you. But I will instruct you in the good and right way. That's from First Samuel chapter twelve, verse number twenty-three. First Sam, chapter twelve, verse number twenty-three. Now it says here, uh, it was in the mid-seventies that my husband Floyd and did I want to read that story? Uh, No, no, I'm not going to read that story. Um, Flip over, if you're in the book, because I know a couple of people have the book, flip over to the top of page 26. Um, The top of page 26, um, hold on, and it's the bottom portion, that's what it is. 23,000, at the bottom of page 25, it says 23,000 people were miraculously healed. And it was about a, a trip going into a foreign land. And this is something that we can learn from foreigners, and I believe we can learn as children. This is what God says. You know what he says? He says, come to me as a child. And as a child, you'll find that they have characteristics, they have personality traits that we need in Christendom. In order for us to be effective many times you're too mature now watch this I'm not talking about being mature in Christ I'm talking about being mature in this world you're too experienced and with all your experience and with all your maturity guess what it hinders you here it is they're talking about going on this trip 23,000 people were miraculously healed they were talking about the lame the lame walking, the blind receiving their sights. Okay, thank you, Lord. He says, okay, read it. Because, again, it, when, you, when you hear it, it may spark you instead of me summarizing it. It was in the mid-70s that my husband Floyd and I were with a group of Christian leaders called to bring the love of God to Africa. It was scorching heat from the penetrating sun was nothing in comparison to the outpouring of the sun's, S-O-N, apostrophe S, power on the vast crowd of ebony faces and hungry hearts that stood before us. And, and I pray that you don't just skirt over that, that hungry heart, that hungry heart. It's really, sometimes we desire, but we don't, we're not hungry for what we're looking, what we're, what we're desiring. We're not hungry. When you say you're hungry for it, and many of us have never experienced hunger, so you, you've experienced, uh, I want something to eat. I haven't eaten today, I haven't eaten my breakfast, or I haven't eaten my lunch, but I'm talking really hungry, where you've gone a few days and your body is really starting to, you're feeling weak and I'm hungry. Well, that's the desire that we've got to have for some of the things that we're going after. Many times you're not getting it. Why? Because you're really not hungry. They had, here it is, they had hungry outpouring of the spirit, hungry hearts that stood before us. The lame began to walk. The blind received their sight. Healing of every kind were happening, healings with the S, happening before our very eyes. 23,000 people were miraculously healed as God's power swept over the crowd. I remember thinking, Lord, this is, is the book of Acts in action. And, and, and this is something that, again, I'm bugging folks around Mount Enon to say, hey, can we, can we really strive to get on one accord? Can we really strive to have a heart like Christ? Can we really get our hearts and minds, be in one place, and be on one accord? That's how you really see the power of God. You've got to be in one place, you've got to be on one accord, and you'll see that the power fall like it did in the book of Acts. It says on page number 26, as I sat on the platform watching the miraculous wave of God's power, I began to cry out to, the, to God, Lord, why are we not seeing miracles such as these in the Western culture? okay in the western culture it says is it because we are bogged down in tradition and doctrine and listen we're getting ready to go on to a different answer but many times i believe that's it we are so stuck in following what everybody else is doing, what everybody else said, how somebody else received it, instead of, again, like we do at Mount Ena, sometimes we'll put a CD in, have a great time with the CD. Sometimes we'll put a DVD in. Sometimes somebody is singing a cappello. But when we really get to the place where your heart, hun- listen, what, however we got to get it, it's not about having a band. A band is great. I'm not down in a band. Having instruments accompany your singers, that's there's nothing wrong with it. Have a good time. However, if it's not there, it, we gotta have that mentality that guess what, we don't need we don't need the music. The music is nice, but we don't need it. We will go in and in your heart, in your mind. See, I've I've been bred with videos and music and silence. It's going to be powerful, a time where we just sit quietly and the spirit begin to move and we just have a good time. I'm not talking about when the spirit begins to move, somebody begins to shout, somebody begins to cry. Nobody has to cry, nobody has to cry out. And the spirit can move in a still small voice. He wasn't in the thundering, he wasn't in the lightning, he wasn't in the noise. He was in a, with a still small voice. It can happen. So it, it, it's, it's the phrase that says, Anyway, you bless me, Lord, I'll be satisfied. Anyway, if you want to come in the quiet, come in the quiet, Lord, thank you. All right, watch this. Why aren't we receiving our, in, this Western, in our Western culture? Is it because of we're bogged down in the traditions and the doctrines? I will never forget his reply No, daughter. These people are receiving, watch this, and if if you're writing notes, the reason why we don't get it is because they have no fear of man. They have no fear of man. And our, listen, our oath, Thank you, Holy Ghost. Our oversaturation with how other people think, what other people will say, how other people feel about this. Are we doing it the way they did it? Did this, this, and that, this. We are always bogged down with, again, these, help, help me, God, the guidelines There's somebody else set, some other human set. When God is coming, when he came, he comes different ways. He says, Moses, speak to the rock. This time hit, no, first time hit the rock. This time speak to the rock. First time stretch out your rod. Another time he may tell the priest to walk in the water. God, listen, he's not doing things the same way every time. One time he may say, make mud and put it on your eyes. Another time he may lay hands on somebody, and they receive their healing that way. So you got to understand that God is not a God of formality. He's not coming the exact same way every time. Now, here we go. Watch this. It says, the fear of man is our greatest deterrent, I'm sorry, detriment, D-E-T-R-I-M-E-N-T, our greatest detriment... To knowing and serving God. Come on, I'm going to do it again for those who like to take notes. Um, I know my mama likes to take notes, so I'm definitely doing it for her. It says here, these people, because they have no fear of man, how come we're not seeing it? I'm not thinking about the president. I'm not thinking about Republicans or Democrats. I'm not thinking about the person sitting to my left or to my right. I'm not thinking about the pastor. My mind is stayed. He says, I press towards the mark. I'm pressing towards this mark. When you press towards the mark, let me tell you something. it's, It's the same thing with throwing darts. They say if you focus in on the center, that's when you can hit it same thing they say when you're jumping, when you're parachuting. Don't think about the trees. Don't concentrate on the trees. Concentrate on the target. You will gravitate towards what you concentrate. Good God Almighty. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You will gravitate towards, help me, God. You will gravitate towards what you concentrate on. One more time, because, again, I want you, you're concentrating on that. You're concentrating on the pain. You're concentrating on your lack of this and your lack of that. You're concentrating on your defeated this and defeated that. You're concentrating on this may happen, that may happen, this may happen, and all of them are the negative slant. Why so negative? (laughs) I'm repeating what my son said the other day. I asked him a couple of questions, and he was like, why so negative? No, 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 I'm not being negative. I'm, again, trying to prepare. You can handle the good times by yourself. What I'm trying to do is be there for you when the negative comes. When the de- when the defense comes, I want you to be prepared. Don't focus on it, but I don't want you to ignore it. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Wow. Thank you, Holy Ghost. God is so good to me. Watch this. The fear of man is the greatest detriment to knowing and serving God. Only as we lay down our worries about what people think of us and what to expect of others can God honestly and openly speak into our lives. One more time. The fear of man is our greatest detriment to knowing and serving God. Now, again, this is, is Elizabeth Al's. Uh, this is her her book. We're reading. What you got to determine that as, as you read all material, and the same thing with the Bible. It's, yes, I know that the entire Bible is God breathed. I know it's been translated uh, um, uh, hundreds of times, thousands of times, into many different uh, translations. The key is do you believe it? Because what gives it power, he says, if you confess with, my, with your mouth and believe in your heart. What you believe is very important, not that the word is going to be any weaker or any less. When you don't believe it, I'm talking about it having an impact and effect in your life. So what must happen? You, D-Y-B-I, do you believe it? Because this is an individual thing. This is you seeing the power of God move in your life, and if it's going to move in your life, guess what? You've got to believe. It's a detriment to knowing and serving God only as we lay down our worries about what people think of us and what to expect of others. And many times we get bogged down with I thought she would be this by now. I thought he would be. This. He should be further along than this, and she should be. Listen, our focus has got to be God and what God is doing. And God, listen, I say it all the time. I talk about these four and no more. We stay in this little isolated situation, and you can't get the big picture. I've got the world map in front of me at all when I'm sitting at this desk. That world map is in front of me. Why? Because it's a country. Constant reminder. Listen, I ain't but if you look at me on this world map, you couldn't even see me. I'm so small. They got some real small print on here. They've got some real small. I'm talking the whole island. The island could be a hundred miles this way and a hundred miles or fifty miles this way, a hundred miles that way. Very small. You could barely see it on the map, on the world map. If you try to put me on there, you would not even see me i wouldn't even I wouldn't even show up as an ink a ink dot. It wouldn't even be a dot if you try to put me on there so my my point is that I bring you out of this these this this i'm I'm praying for my uncle and I'm praying for my cousin and my sister and my and you bogged down and saying what God can't handle." Your fa- when, when I say my family, and this is another thing that, again, I'm trying to get believers, when, when we go through some of these scriptures tonight, you'll see that the majority of the effective folks in prayer were folks that are either praying for world situations, regions, leaders, that's going to affect kings, that are going to affect hundreds of thousands of people. And the individual thing was nothing. Why? I God, Father, bless even now. Heal our body right now in Jesus' name. Heal, hold, and strong in Jesus' name. Bam, it's done. Because I got that kind of relationship. Heal, hold, and strong in Jesus' name. Watch this. It goes on to say um, what people think think of us and what they expect of others can be can God honestly and openly speak into our lives often we have preconceived ideas on how a person must change before or can before he or she can come to Christ We're looking at how they are right now. Why is she coming to church like this? Why is he doing this in church? Listen, that's God's business. And if God presses it upon you to do it, don't worry about it. You're going to have the Holy Ghost boldness to do it. And if not, pray for him. It says here, and yet when Jesus called us to be fishers of men and women, he told us to go out and bring them in. He didn't tell us to clean them up. He didn't say clean the fish up. Reel them into our church. That's what he wants us to do. I have never seen a fish yet who was cleaned up before he was caught. And, again, we talk about when it comes to fishing for men, the the body of Christ needs to know in order for us to catch these fish that are in the world, the church must be attractive to them. Some of the things that we do, some of the dress down that we do, some of the contemporary music that we play, some of the things that we do in the community. Why? Because the world must be attractive. He said, I will make you fishers of men. So my prayer is, Father, help me to be attractive to those, watch this, to those who you want to draw into your kingdom. Help me to be in line. Help me to look the way I'm supposed to look, talk the way I'm supposed to talk, and interact with those. Sometimes we don't want to interact with folks because what? He's gay. He's dirty. She don't look like we look. She wears her hair in a bun way too often. I don't like that bun, that bun. What? what we have all of these little things that we do that, guess what? Hinder us from being like Christ. The first area, watch this, because what we're looking at, why pray? Watch this. We need to look at the purpose of prayer. We need to look at the purpose of prayer. The question asked at the end of the paragraph on page 126, so what is prayer? Why should we pray Do our prayers really make a difference? And see, this is the the, the area that I'm at, where we are just super honest with ourselves. I pray for this and pray for this and pray for this. If you really believe that your prayer has power, listen, you do your own private investigation. Do your own private experiment. Pray for something in particular within your household, within your body, and see what happens. Pray for something else and sincerely do it. When it happens, guess what? You know. I've seen many things and many things I believe that have been accomplished through my prayers that I know nothing about. Why? Because it's not about me watching, watch this, it's not about me watching a blemish on my arm disappear. Never did it before, never prayed for it. It's not about me having a crooked toe, my big toe, left foot, Crooked off to the side, lean to the left, and I want it straight or to the right. And, And, Father, in the name of Jesus, straighten that toe in the name of Jesus. I believe in you, God. I believe in you. Straighten that toe. Listen. See, that's not my purpose. My purpose is not to see. If God desires... And and this is where, again, when it comes to us being on one accord, if your desire is about you being a powerful, watch this, a powerful prayer person in your sight or in the sight of others, then we're not on one accord. The one accord with me is God accomplishing what he wants to accomplish through our prayers. So many times you're not even on that level, we're not, I think that's a better way of putting it, we're not on that level to understand what God needs us to be in our prayer at that time in this world. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Where do we need to be? What do we need to pray? How do we need to persevere? How long do we need to fast? How long do we need to stay in prayer today? Listen, it's really about you. It's really about have have I named all the people on my prayer list? Have I named all the children in my family? Have I named all my loved ones? Did I name all the church affiliations that I've had all throughout my life? Been in five different churches. I want to pray for each one of those churches. I want to pray for those pastors. And God needs something to happen right now in Zimbabwe. And he needs people praying, but he needs folks that are ready to hear his voice and to follow. And again, as always, it's, it's the, the power that we have and the access to the angels that we have. No matter how many believers or how many unbelievers outnumber us here on earth, we still outnumber them when it comes to power greater with us than it is with them. Why? Because of the access to the armies of God, when it says he's the Lord of hosts, God has so much available to him that we're not accessing. Why? Because you can't tap in that God is doing greater things. His thoughts are so much higher than our thoughts. He's doing so many greater things. And here it is. We're isolated, and you can't get out of your community. I often tell folks, uh, maybe before I die, if God sees fit, that I'm going to have a passport and I'll leave this the, these United States and go to another country. Never been out of the country before. Even if you're praying just for the United States, the United States is a drop in the bucket compared to the entire world. So even if you're praying for the United States, guess what? Unless God is directing us that way, and when I ki shara ro, shara ba again, not for any shape, form, or fashion, this is for God. This is between me and God. My spirit is in God. Listen, when I start to speak that way in my heavenly language, when I commune with God like that, let me tell you what happens. God takes over, and he can do whatever he wants with what comes out of my mouth. He can transform it by the power of his Holy Spirit. I'm saturated in him. I love him, and I relinquish every power, every ounce of power that he has given me as a... As one of his children, I link up in the spirit with all other believers who trust God more than they trust themselves. And they, we say, unified, God, let your will be done all over this earth. No, 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 despite how things look. I have desires in my heart. He gave me that. You got desires in your heart. And he says he'll give you, God Almighty, you better know this word. He'll give you the desires of your heart. Help me, Holy Ghost, because I'm belaboring. Move on. The purpose of prayer. Christians are called to a lifestyle, write it down, to a lifestyle of prayer. But many have become, many have come to see prayer is nothing more than calling on their heavenly butler for daily service. And the part that I wanted you to write down, Christians are called to a lifestyle of prayer. Christians are called to a lifestyle. This is your lifestyle. How can it be your lifestyle when you're waiting for the Holy Spirit to take over your mouth and to do something? And how can, how can, good God Almighty, thank you, Holy Ghost. How can you pray without ceasing? with power, and you're waiting for the Holy Ghost to do something in you, and and three days have gone by, five days have gone by, a week has gone by, a month has gone by, the Holy Spirit has not taken over, and the Bible said, good God Almighty, the Bible said pray without ceasing, don't stop. But I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. The the, the Holy Ghost is going to do it. The Holy Ghost is going to do it. All you got to do is research in this word. Research in the word of God. When, 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 when Isaiah began to pray, the Holy Spirit came upon him and began to change his language, and he spoke in another tongue. Or when the disciples began to pray, Paul said, I speak in tongues more than any of you. I do this. We can't get it, though. We can't get it. That's not enough for us. We need the Bible to say something else. You've got to keep studying. He says, we're going to hit that scripture. Pray. It's supposed to be your lifestyle. How can it be your lifestyle when you're waiting on God to do something that he said you're supposed to be doing? And when you do it, do it in my name. When he says, do it in my name, help me, Holy Ghost. Read the, read the book. Follow along with the book. Okay, I'm going to follow along. Here we go. Do it in his name. Do it according to his will. Watch this. It says here, we don't want him to be our, uh, our heavenly butler uh, for our daily service or crying out to our heavenly lifeguard to save us from drowning. and what are we doing drowning in our circumstances certainly God has more for us than that Jesus said that because he was going to the father we would do even greater works than he did see John 14:12 see John 14:12 look at it matter of fact Matter of fact, let me let me do this real quick. Oh, you know, I I left. I went to this. I started talking. Left the music playing in the background. Oh my goodness, help me, Lord. Here we go. Uh, John, did I hit that twice? Nope. Thank you, Lord. Here we go. Fourteen, verse number twelve. Hallelujah. Okay. John 14, let's hit enter, Fourteen 12. I'm in uh, Knowing Jesus, the Knowing Jesus, uh, what does it say? Bible.Knowing-Jesus.com. Now, it says here, and I'm going to tell you, I am really, and it may just be a season, I am really loving the Amplified version. I'm just really loving it um, when, I'm, when I'm looking at these different translations. I assure you, Amplified, John fourteen twelve. Right? Fourteen twelve. Thank you. Most solemnly I tell you, if anyone steadfastly believes in me, steadfastly, you better understand when it says believes in me, it's really about. Jesus, it's really about knowing his character. It's really, thank you, God, knowing his mantra. I don't do anything that the Father doesn't tell me to do. I don't say anything that the Father does not tell me. I'm saturated in letting the Father have his way in me. So what it says in the Amplify, anybody steadfastly believes in me, he will himself be able to do the things that I do. And he will do even greater things than these because I go to my Father. So our understanding, watch this, understandable version. Truly, truly, I tell you, the person who believes in me will perform the deeds that I do also. And he will perform even greater deeds than these because I am going to the Father. Note, the greater deeds are probably evangelizing the world. This is a translation. This is not my idea. This is not me just that's a note in the understandable. These are scholars, these are researchers. They are looking at the text and then they're doing research. The greater deeds are probably evangelizing the world. Now, let's give some credence to that. Because the Bible says that when the holy book goes to the Help me, God. The Holy Ghost comes upon you. You'll do what? You'll be my witnesses. See, we want the Holy Ghost. And I just want you to be convinced that I got the Holy Ghost. I don't understand what that tongue is doing. I'm really advertising to you that I'm super spiritual. Many times I believe this is what happens in the minds of believers. When the Bible clearly says, "When the Holy Ghost come upon you, you shall be my witnesses." Now, some folks believe because I keyaba, oh oh, ha, ha ha ha. When I do that, that shows me that I'm His witness, that I'm part of Him." No, 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 Your lifestyle is more important than your key your lifestyle, your living, your obedient living is better than this sacrifice. Here we go. Last one. Uh who was it? Greater works than these. We did that. Greater works than these. Da 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 da. Okay, let's keep it moving. John fourteen twelve. If you didn't get it, write that down. When the, when when he spoke these words about the greater works than these, he was not talking to a crowd of world renowned Christians, Christian evangelists. No, he was speaking to every person who names Jesus as Lord and Savior. He was speaking to you and me. Prayer. Watch this. Prayer is the responsibility. Of every Christian, God's word tells us to pray because we don't pray just, but we don't pray just because we have to. We pray because talking to God is a privilege. Watch this. This is the important part. Praying is entering into a relationship with God so we can determine his will in the matter, good God Almighty. Again, this is not me. This is Miss Alves. This is the amplified. This is the understandable version. This, this is what it says. Prayer is entering into a relationship with God, so we can determine His will in the matter and call His will into existence. Upon the earth pastor what are you doing are you just going around finding stuff that support your no this is not my agenda it's not my uh, uh, idea this is what God purpose and you got to understand that when God says it this is what all the prophets every prophet is supposed to be speaking what the will of God this is what God said. God said y'all are going to be punished. God said it's going to be 40 years. God says you're going to have to wander in the wilderness. God said it'll be 400 years of slavery. God said you're going to win this battle. God said go up against them tomorrow. I'll be with you. God said you're not going to have to lift up a sword or your horses are not going to have to run. You're going to stand still and see the salvation of God. God said. So what is it? It's really about God. Well, when you say you're really about God, what are you saying? It's about his will. It's what he desires. And what it is, is Samuel said, I'm upset with these people. He said, don't worry about it. They're not upset with you. They haven't rejected you. They are rejecting me. They are rejecting the will of God. So we trust him with everything that's in us. We trust him. We love him, and we trust him. Watch this. As you read the following verse, notice that talking to God on behalf of others carries a promise. This is from First um, Timothy, excuse me, First Timothy 2, 1 and 2. First of all, no, I want to look at that. Uh, I'm going to look at it in this, this, this website here. Okay. And what do we want? First, help me, Holy Ghost, Timothy, two. I'll punch in one first. All right, let's go to my right now Bible. It's called Amplified. I'm loving it. It says, first of all, then I admonish and urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be offered on behalf of all men. These four and no more. Father, I'm praying for my granddaughter. My granddaughter, God, right now in the name of Jesus. What, God can't handle more than just your granddaughter? I'm praying for my husband, God. I'm praying for my wife. Oh, my God, my wife. God, I'm praying for this job that I'm on. Listen. You gotta understand again, I believe that we dishonor God when we do that. This is just me speaking. I I'm not I believe that when you try to hone God in all of that power on one person as if God can't handle the Lord, listen. When I'm praying I'm praying for agriculture all over the world. Here we are, we in, I'm talking, flood alert. And then you got another part of the, the world that's going through mega drought. When I'm, excuse me, when I'm praying for agriculture, I'm praying for the agriculture all over the world. Why? Because the God that I serve, he's the one that spoke worlds into existence. In one day he spoke all the land. Good God almighty. In one day, he let there be, let there be, let there be. And many times what happens, you haven't meditated on the scripture to understand the power of the God you serve. Your prayer has to have power, and the power has to be generated, good God Almighty, from the core, the core of who you are. That's why in the beginning it says, no, you got these fears. You got these limitations on God. You got, listen, that you got to pray for one person for one hour. You got to pray for one person for two hours. And here I am. With the rest of the believers who know the power of God, who are praying for the world, all at the same time. Why? Because when you go into your heavenly language, it's not about showing off. So, so many folks again are bogged down with what other people think you are. If it's just me and you, yeah, me and you, we can co-shout out, shout out, oh ka ka ka, we can do it all we want. Why? Because that's what the Bible says. Because we're on one accord. We know what we're doing. But if somebody else is present that may be a babe or may be ignorant in what we're doing, it it does not draw them. They think something is wrong with us. So we got to keep that in mind as we move in the spirit and as we do what God has called us to do. Here we go. The scripture says, I read it in the Amplified. Let's read it in the understandable. Thank God they got those stacked right on top of each other. Here we go. First of all, then I urge you to offer special, that's in brackets, requests, prayers, intercessions. Note, intercessions probably refers to Praying on behalf of others. That's in brackets as a note. Intercessions. So a major part of our prayer life is intercessions. And this is always on top, praying for others. Thanksgiving, I got a lot. I'm telling you, I do now. You're talking about a lot of my prayer. Lord, just thank you. Thank you. When it comes to this air, when it comes to the water on the earth, some folks complaining. I know that God knows that, guess what, what we need during this time, whether it's sending us a message through the water, whether the, the, the earth needs it to wash out some of the impurities that we have, whatever he's doing, I know my God knows best. Come on, let's move on to verse number 2, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. That was verse number 1. Verse number 2 says, in the Amplified version, it says, For kings and, when we're praying, we're praying for all these folks, we're praying for kings and for all who are in position of authority or have responsibility. It's right there in the Word. Amplified, we're praying for kings and for all who are in positions of authority and high responsibility that outwardly we may pass a pass a quiet and undisturbed life that we may pass a quiet and undisturbed life and inwardly a peaceable one in all godliness, thank you, Holy Ghost, and reverence and seriousness in every way. Understandable version. Excuse me. Offering them for kings. These are offering our prayers for kings and for all the people in prominent governmental positions. When I'm praying for Democrats, when I'm praying for leaders, and God can take it and use it when I'm praying in the Spirit. And again, when, when you are not in tune enough to know exactly what, 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 what leader needs to pray for, everybody, Trump, 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 it may be the Speaker of the House who is stepping down and not going to be uh, 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 run for the office again we praying for Trump, Trump, Trump. We may need needed to pray for Paul Ryan. Why? Because God needed to use him, and he needed the believers to pray. However, you got these disobedient believers, and they believe Trump. I got to pray for Trump, Trump, Trump. Listen, you got to understand, this picture and the movement, I don't know if you play chess or not. I don't play it. I've studied it. I know the movement of the pieces, but I would not be good. Watch this. I would not be good against a man. chess player. Why? Because he plays chess. I just know the movement of the pieces. I will probably be demolished in just a few moves. Well, that's when you start to try to get in the game of where God is when it comes to this strategic war, warfare that's going on in this earth. You you may know the movement of what's happening here on earth, but there is a greater uh, spiritual battle that's going on, and it happens in the atmosphere above us, and Is being played out also here on earth so the the strategic moves that need to be made listen you need to go to the master warrior who is that that's God that's when God says pray in the spirit when you pray in the spirit guess what God says I interpret you're speaking to God and if you can get in your mind God I know without a shadow of a doubt you know more than me you're greater than I am your thoughts are so much higher than mine. Well, yes, because again, at that moment, God let God have his way. I'm talking in the deep core of who you are. You're relinquishing, thank you, Holy Ghost, everything over to the power of God. It's not a, it's not a showboat for man. It's not a puff me up so you can think I'm spiritual. It's about God and about him accomplishing, about his effectiveness. It's about him. And and, and can I tell you something? God's going to have his way no matter what. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Let's keep it moving. Watch this. Watch this. For all who have an ear to hear, watch this. It says. It says here. We're praying for governmental. I'm back in the understandable version of First Timothy chapter two, verse number two. Understandable version. It says praying for the government, people in prominent positions, so that we can live a peaceable and quiet life. In all reverence. How, with all this chaos going on, how you going, how in the world can you live a peaceable and quiet life? No, I'm in turmoil. I, I'm pulling my hair out. This, this place is crazy. No. You have the confidence that everything, listen, these are the believers. Everything is all right. It's going to be cool. Laugh and have a good time and pray. But when you pray, pray effectively and know how to pray. Quiet and, watch this, here we go, quiet and in all reverence towards God and respectability towards people. So, yes, you're trying to influence them, but it's influencing them by letting the light of God shine. Again, that's his will. That's him shining. It's about what he desires. It's about you being able to lend – Lend to him. Watch this. The right of way. God, do whatever you want to do. And when they, when others see that, your respect and reverence for God. Listen, your lifestyle should show something that somebody says, "Good God Almighty, what is it?" Because I love Him, and it's not about me. And God, listen. God has a way of ringing. Good God Almighty. You know how you take a a cloth and you twist it, and then you turn it, and then you twist it, and you turn it. When you twist it and turn it, you know what you got to do? You got to... Good God. Thank you, God. You got to hold it right there. You can't twist it, let it go, then twist it again the same amount, let it go, twist it. You got to twist it, hold it right there, and then twist it more. Get a better grip on it, but holding it as much as you can so you don't lose the tightness that you already had so you can get a greater ringing of the water which you don't want the water is negative in this in this scenario so you're trying to get the water out and the rag dry god is trying to get the sin the i our ideas the I, our our wheels He's trying to get it out of us. How does he get it out of us? He wrings it out of us. He got circumstances and situations and things that he allows us to encounter, and guess what? It gets that stuff out of us to a point where you throw up your hands and you surrender and say, God, I give my will over to your will. Have your way. God, if it's another way that this cup could pass from me, let this cup pass from me. But you know what? If it's not my, not my will, let your will be done. Help me, Holy Ghost. Where did we get that from? Okay, so I was over there on that page. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Here we go. Watch this. Much of, much, I'm back in the book on page 27. Much of the discontent and worry we as believers suffer is the result of, Of disobedience to God's word. Many times you don't know God's word. That's why you can't be obedient to God's word. And many times when we read God's word, we say that that it don't literally mean that I'm supposed to love my enemy. I'm not supposed to pray. I'm not supposed to pray. you spending time. Listen, he said obedience is better than sacrifice. Here it is, you're fasting and praying for a loved one. And God is still waiting for you to pray for those who despitefully use you. You're wondering why your prayer is not effective for an individual that you're praying for, and you pray for them for years, and you pray with all your might. You strained, you strained when you prayed. Please God, please God. You cried. You even made yourself sick with your prayer. <laughs> Excuse me. You've really gotten upset with this thing, and it's not working. And the Bible says clearly obedience is better than sacrifice. I prefer you to do what I say do than for you to sacrifice. You fasted. Matter of fact, when, when they say give a love offering, no, 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 no. They say give a sacrificial offering, but they said attach this sacrificial offering to a situation. So when you do a sacrificial, you gave $100 because you wanted this situation with this individual fixed, and you sacrificed $100, which was not, I'm talking it was a sacrifice. It ain't like you got it like that. And you sacrifice. And this is what I'm just trying to make it plain to you. When the Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice, it's better that you keep your $100 and do what God said. I'm telling you individuals to pray for, and you're focusing on the the list that you have. Good God Almighty. And God has a list. You better read those Beatitudes. That's his list. He said, these are things that I want you to do as believers. But you're so caught up on the natural and you're so caught up on your bloodline that you can't go outside it. That's what I mean when I say these four and no more. That's just your little circle of influence, the people that you know. And God said obedience is better than sacrifice. It says obedience to God's word, which exhorts us to pray. Let's move on. Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 18. With all prayers, petitions, and petitions, pray at all times. Here it is again. You're waiting on the Spirit. It says pray in the Spirit. Pray at all times in the Spirit. But the Holy Ghost didn't give it to me, so I'm not going to do it. But the Bible said pray in the Spirit. Come on. I'm, I'm saying somebody got to sit down with their Bible and a Holy Ghost-filled heart and a Holy Ghost-filled spirit and just go, because, again, the Holy Spirit will speak to your spirit. And once he puts you on it like he got me on it, you can, listen, I wrestle with it. I get upset. Oh, my God, I did not pray a lot in the spirit today. Something happened and I got busy doing this, doing that, doing Help me, Holy Ghost. So thank God for Bible study. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. So God pricked my heart, and it's, and it's not early in the morning. He pricks my heart, and I go, oh, my goodness. And I was doing some things where I could have prayed in the spirit, and, I, and it, didn't, it wasn't priority. Good night. It wasn't priority to me to thank God, and I just got to be honest with you. I didn't do it. You didn't do what? I didn't, while I was doing something, if I was cutting the grass, I was cutting the grass the other day, What is that? That's in the spirit between me and God. And at times, it's nothing coming out of your mouth. It's just a groaning and a moaning. Sometimes it's silence, but in the spirit, you know that your spirit is identifying with his spirit and you're not just sitting there silent something is going on in your spirit god has taken over the whole thing is about you li- yielding that's what i said it's called right of way right of way not right away not right away, right of way where you are constantly yielding to what god wants listen to what it says this is in the text you better read the text what does it say here ephesians chapter what 6 verse number 18 With all prayers and petitions pray at all times in the spirit and with this in view be on alert with all perseverance you got to stick to it you got listen listen turn turn the TV off get in the room for about an hour get in the room for 2 hours get in the room for 20 minutes I don't it's 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 up between you and God it's up to what, what. What time frame do you have available? Is it, 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 it? Where's your spirit right now? This is what it says: persevere. When it says persevere, it don't mean you talk about no minute. When you persevere, it's gonna take some time. Persevere and petition for. All, here we go again. For all saints. And God thank you. I meant you a sacrifice. You're crying out to God for Mount Enan, God. Oh God bless everybody that walks through the door. Please God. I love you. And again, that's not what God He said for all saints. Yes, you meant it. But yes, you gotta admit I'm ignorant of what God said do. We're praying for believers. Jesus, when he prayed, I believe it was John 17. I'm praying for those that you have given me. I'm not praying for the world. I'm not praying isolated. I know the God I serve, and I know his mighty power. He is the Lord of hosts. And when you have that kind of understanding, you pray differently. When you understand that he knows, listen, he already said, y'all don't know what I know. My, my thoughts are so much greater than yours. you still doing one plus one is two, and I'm doing some kind of math that you ain't never heard of before. The greatest mathematicians on earth can't do the math that I do. Come on, let's keep it moving. Maybe I can get in a couple of more texts. Uh, two more scriptures. One, one more. One more says, uh you know what i'm gonna keep it moving matthew twenty six and forty one matthew twenty six and forty one keeping watch and praying that you may not enter into temptation help me god i'm gonna look this one up matthew twenty six forty one have i looked it up in here before let's go matthew nope i have not twenty six forty one Help me, Lord. Uh, Please excuse all my snorting. (coughs) Snorting, coughing, choking. Help me, God. Here we go again. Amplified. All of you must keep awake. Give strict attention. Be cautious and active. Be cautious and active. This is the Amplified of Matthew 26, 41. And watch and pray. Pray. But I'm waiting on the Holy Ghost. I'm waiting on the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is going to give me the language. The Holy Ghost is going to give me the power. He says you got power. He said, "Watch this." What he said? He says, "He says the prayers of the righteous avail much. They got power, but it's the Holy Ghost. No, it's you, and it's you relinquishing." Your mouth, yielding, giving God the right of way to take over your body and use me whatever way you want to use me. Watch and pray. Do it. This is what he said. Do it. Pray. That you may not come into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Understandable. Be alert and pray that you do not give into temptation. The spirit of a person is truly willing, i.e., to do certain things. So you've got this urge in your body that's going to always cause you to not pray, to be tempted to go off into these other areas and spend time doing that. But the physical nature is often too weak. The spirit is willing, but the physical nature is often too weak to carry it out. Why? Because you're so distracted. I was sharing with the congregation on Sunday that I was, I was in worship and I was having a good time in worship. I was listening to the words, but I was in the spirit when I came out. That's why you got to be careful. Certain things when it's time and you're there, listen, close your eyes and stay there. Because if you come out, you can be distracted. Once I saw, just like when, when Peter was walking on the water, the wind was bolstered, the waves He's wind and waves, and guess what? When he saw that, bam, he began to sink. Bam, I was out of it. Wow. And I just looked up in this 831. (laughs) Good My time flies. Thank you, God. Father, have your way. Have your way. Thank you so much for your word. Help us to be prayer warriors. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you, saints of God. God willing, I'll be with you on next week. plus.